0: You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality
1: Check Radio.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Up Your Brave show with Natalie cutler Welsh here on Reality Check Radio. And my next guest is someone I've known for many, many years, but we haven't had the chance to have an in-depth conversation. So I'm so excited to be Sharing this in depth conversation with you. I'm talking to Karen Creighton, and we're going to be discussing the topic of detoxing for health. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hi. Thank you, Natalie, for inviting me onto this show. It's amazing. I'm so excited. I know. Well, you and I have chatted, but we haven't talked about this in depth. So I'm so thrilled. And detoxing is very topical at the moment. For those of you that don't know Karen, Karen Creighton has been working with energy, healing, and detoxification for the last 35 years. Training consists of natural nutrition, medical herbalism, bioenergy medicine, homeopathy, color puncture, iridology, frequency. There's so many things. Frequency medicine <laughs> practitioner, plus many healing modalities. Colonic mm-hmm. irrigation practitioner. And she's also a teacher of most of those modalities as well. For the last 13 years, Karen has specialized in weight, hormone, and detoxification. And after creating a program called Fast Track to to Health in 2010, she realized that weight is a symptom of a system out of balance and sees it as a positive, not a negative thing. I'd love to talk about that. Since mm-hmm. 2022, Karen has also has her newest program, Ultimate Detox, where using simple tools, you can find out what your superfoods are and which only and which only have to have occasionally to live your most energetic and filling life. Ooh, this is gonna be great because I'm gonna pull some questions from that that we'd love to know all about which foods should we have and not have, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into that, Karen, I'd love a little bit more background. You've done all these modalities. How did you get into this area of holistic health and healing and then specifically into detox? Okay,
1: specifically in my early 20s, I literally fell apart at the seams one day where I just couldn't get out of bed. And nowadays, of course, it's called chronic fatigue. So I thought I had flu um, and it lasted and lasted and lasted. And one day I dragged myself out of bed to the local health shop. And you may ask, why did I go to a health shop and not a doctor? Well, when I was in, I was about 18, I was, I had glandular fever, but it was misdiagnosed. And they'd given me lots of medications and everything else. And I ended up basically incapacitated for over three months. So I'd lost any faith that I had at that time in the medical profession. And so that led me down a route of searching for alternative ways of improving my health. And so I um, went to the health shop, met the most amazing practitioner, and she um, guided me with nutrition. So I decided then to study natural nutrition. And so as I found a modality that really helped me, I studied it. So I went to an amazing medical herbalist, went and um, got my allergies tested using a biofeedback machine and that was amazing and so I realised that I was eating foods that weren't quite right for me like the gluten and the sugars and the dairy. And also what I didn't include in that is I turned vegetarian at 19. And that had a big impact, I believe, on on my level of health and vitality. And we can go through that a bit later if we have the time, mm. Natalie, because um, so with the chronic fatigue, I ha- I was vegetarian. And then I went down the natural nutrition route, which included vegan, vegetarian nutrition. And so for 20 years, I was vegetarian, five of that, vegan, wow. and I went down the raw food and, and all of that sort of route. So that's when I was studying. And I also met this amazing practitioner who was who taught me the biofeedback, which was the allergy testing. And the allergy testing was amazing, but I realized this machine could test the whole body and we could find out what the root causes of things were.
0: Is that using a hair sample?
1: It, you could use a hair sample or, or people were physically there at the time when we did that. We did okay. physical testing. And then the later machines we used here, hair, hair analysis. But the um, it was amazing. And this, this, this man who taught me was 86. And I realized he had the most amazing knowledge when I was in his class learning this machine. And so I persuaded him to teach me more. So I became his apprentice for four years. And I thought it was incredibly rude. You know, at 90, he decided to retire. So, um, but I learned so much of him because he was not only a homeopath, he was a quantum physicist as well. So I learned so much about energy and frequencies and everything from him. And so that led me to make homeopathic remedies from scratch and, and essences and all of that sort of thing. And then I... um trained in all these other modalities like colonic irrigation and, and you know color puncture and everything else just to because I enjoyed it. you know I, I loved I was like a sponge you know of information and learning about all these things and and so my journey with my health has taught me so much. I'm so glad that I had to go through it because otherwise I would never have found this amazing profession that I'm able to share the love, you know, to share. What I've learned, and so um, in 1999, I was vegan at the time, and we were living on a canal boat in the UK. And I woke up one morning and I went, "I need chicken." And my dear husband, who had been going along with the vegetarian vegan thing with me, um, he went, "Yay, we eat chicken!" You know, so we um, went down to the local Waitrose where they had free-range cooked chickens. And we devoured chicken and I haven't looked back. And so, fast forwarding from that is I went into what's now called keto, I suppose. So it's low, low, um, low carb eating, felt really, really good. And then menopause hit me um, about 2006 and literally put on 25 kilos. It felt like overnight, but it was. But it was very quick due to stress and um, life was very very stressful at that time um we'd come to new zealand in 2003 semi-retired and we had investments and things and and basically they went down the gurgler and so and then i lost my mum my mother died and so in the uk and so it's a very very stressful time and literally Everything went AWOL. I went into a deep depression and felt really bad about myself. Uh, For about six months, I wallowed in self-pity. And then I decided I was going to try and do something about my health. And I went down lots of avenues. Nothing seemed to work. And I know many listeners will understand that, you know, going through menopause and feeling bad about yourself and everything else. But So I was lucky. I had resources. Um, but even a lot of those resources didn't work. So I went back to a um, program I, I wrote, um, which was called Detox Allergies, which was low inflammatory foods. And I started eating that way and felt better. And the, the weight stopped going on, which was great, but it didn't come off. And so I started experimenting with herbs and experimented with homeopathics. And so it took about three years for me to actually get a program that worked. And all of a sudden, I hit the jackpot with the formulas. And so in 2010, I lost the weight and my clients saw me. And so everyone wanted to do what is now called Fast Track to Health. Mm -hmm. And so that's how that came about. And the thing is, is with the detoxification is in the 90s, I specialized not only in allergy testing, but we specialized in incurable diseases. We had a clinic in London, and basically, we used to get people to do fasting and herbs and everything else. And so, it was basically a detox program. It was a very um, intense program that worked for many people, not everybody, but there's lots of reasons behind why it didn't work, mainly because of medical intervention. And so, the body couldn't cope after having chemotherapy and and radiation and and all of that sort of stuff and so then fast forwarding to so the 2010 fast track health's been going for 13 years and so in early 22 i was getting clients who were badly injured through the jab and through the um actually shedding and also after having being sick and depressed and everything else and I was searching for answers and so I went down the route of fasting and I didn't want clients to go into juice fasting because I'd learned since that you don't you know a lot of the chemicals in the juices and all that sort of thing can interfere with the bodily processes so I designed a program which had um homeopathics and nutrition but also um broth fasting and so that's how the ultimate detox came about so we did a trial in june 2022 and the results were amazing and the great thing about it is is most people come to me for weight loss but weight is just a symptom as far as i'm concerned that the body's out of kilter so Mm. My body, when I was put on all that weight, it wasn't just menopause; it was just highly stressful. And I was going to say
0: the emotional component as well, right? Oh,
1: huge, huge emotional component, and of course, physical and (laughs) emotional—all you can't differentiate. We're we're holistic beings, you know. We have to work on the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual because if we don't then we're missing part of the puzzle, I believe. I think we have to, if we're going to detoxify, we can take all the herbs we like and and everything else. But if we don't make other changes, then it's a sticky plaster. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I think if we look at the ultimate detox, it's a 12-week program, and people ask me, well, why can't we do just four weeks? Because And the reason is, is because, it takes quite a long time to change habitual ways of being. And it's not just bad habits of maybe eating or whatever, but it's habitual ways of thought about Mm. self. And so that's where the whole program and process is all about. And so my whole ethos is keep it simple because we don't need to take a lot of the supplementations that we've been told that we need to take and if we have good quality food and the right foods for us then our body can heal itself and that's mind body and soul as well so So that's a short, uh, quite a long answer to that question, Natalie.
0: But But it brings um, up so many relevant things. And I, you know, the supplements like exactly, but we have to have the right food, but that's the problem because sometimes a lot of the food that people choose or that is available is doesn't have that, the nutrient value we want. So there's a lot of factors that definitely come into play. Mm, What I wanted to ask you about straight up, because there's so many things is, Around your journey with the different, I would, I'll would i use the word diets, but different focuses, like from the vegetarian and the veganism and then the keto, for people generally, is it kind of like an ages and stages thing? Meaning sometimes at one stage in your life, this might have suited, but now you grow out of it. Or is it more of a body type thing? Like for some people, they're just not vegetarianism, which just won't work for them. And other people, it's mm. amazing.
1: Yeah. Good question. Um, I believe that the vegetarian lifestyle didn't suit my body type. You're right. Um, and in actual fact, I haven't mentioned, but I'm the last three years, I've been full carnivore. Mm-hmm. And so basically just been having meat and eggs and fish and butter. And I felt the best that I've ever felt. And so and I've been doing the ultimate detox as well, into into spice with that, and so. Um, but I do believe that the body type, yes. But I think what's what's been happening over this sort of last few decades, is most people aren't eating food, like real food, that we're naturally supposed to be eating. So if you go around the supermarket. How much of that is the food that our ancestors ate, or even our grandparents ate? You know, that food is completely and utterly different. Mm. So if we go through the aisles in the supermarket, you've got all these biscuits, these crackers, these with so many ingredients in. And so with the ultimate detox, and actually with Fast Track, is I, I get clients onto real food so it's natural food in its natural state and people might think oh my god that's so hard but it's really not um you know and if you go then the carnival it's really simple so my cooking is so easy now it takes me about five minutes a day you know but but basically if you go on like the original program it's vegetables and meat or fish or whatever And it's specific vegetables, because many vegetables can be causing inflammatory processes within our body. And if we look at inflammation, inflammation is the root cause, I believe, and I think many other practitioners will will back me up with this, is inflammation is the root cause of all disease. And so if we can knock the inflammation on the head, by doing low inflammatory foods intermittent fasting and gradually into maybe occasional maybe one day a week where you have broth fasting say then your body can actually have the time to heal itself and so if we keep it simple so um many clients nowadays have been talking to me about the carnivore diet i'm going i mean it took me a while to to get my head around the carnivore diet because one of my clients came in to see me about five years ago and said karen have you heard of the carnivore diet and i went no and and i went and of course me being me i just had to go and look into it and being an ex-vegetarian vegan and i was also known as the salad queen when anyone ever used to come to us for dinner you know mm-hmm. to have big salads and stuff and so it took me a while to really research it and really dive into it. And it started, it really made sense to me because I've never, ever had a client who was allergic to beef and never had a, very seldom had a client who was allergic to any of the animal kingdom, apart from eggs and dairy and occasionally pork, but very seldom any of the others. In actual fact, I don't remember anyone. And so it made sense. So. I trialed it. So 2020, January, I trialed the carnivore and I felt really good. And then, of course, we all know what happened in early 2020 and the stress of it all. Uh, I just went back to my healthy, normal eating and then I had time to dive into more research. And so in October 2020, I went full carnivore and I haven't looked back. So when you say
0: full carnivore, just to be clear, so... No fruit, no nuts. Like literally, just what you said: the fish, the meat, the eggs, yeah, and something else.
1: Well, now I'm. I'd say Butter. I'm almost carnivore. I have an apple if they're in season, mm-hmm. and I do recommend that my client. I mean, I don't. I'm not sort of like an obsessive carnivore because a lot of carnivores only have, say, beef and eggs, maybe. But I, I actually um, say, look. Some people need to go beef and eggs if they've got a severe health issue. Um, but most of my clients, they do really well on carnivore with things like um, lemons and, and maybe the occasional fruit, but, mm-hmm. but basically um, almost carnivores. And so what I, I get clients, depending on how they feel about it, and, and if they want to go carnivore but, but struggle with it, I get them to do it gradually. And not everyone needs to go carnivore, you know, not everyone needs to do that.
0: But not everyone um, needs to go carnivore or not everyone is suited to. That's that coming, just looping back to my question around ages and stages versus body types. I I, I don't know. I'm just so fascinated about it. You know, yes. I think like, yeah. you wouldn't, I don't know if you would make a sweeping statement, like everyone would benefit from doing the, car- the carnivore diet or for some no. people, it works incredibly well. And they're yeah. like, why didn't I do this sooner?
1: I think most people who are drawn to carnivore, it suits them. Mm. And, most, uh, you know, I'm never going to say that there's ever one size fits all because let's face it, we're all individual little snowflakes and we all thrive on different things. And But I would say, you know, the, the vegan thing, I believe, is a very specific body type that I've observed really thrive. Mm-hmm. On the vegan, and you have to be very, very precise on what you eat. You have to have great knowledge of what you're eating and how you're doing it. So, the body types that I've observed who really thrive long term on vegan, because you can go vegan for a little while and feel really good. But if your body's not breaking down all the nuts and seeds and they're not breaking down all everything else, then consequently you can have trouble a bit later on. So, the body types I've observed who are really good with vegan. Are the really um, uh, tall? Very normally, quite tall and very long limbed, and very little muscle. They don't build muscle easily, so they're the ones actually that many people aspire to be. So they're the sort of like the models and, and tall and lanky. Yeah, and so um, and some. That's of not us me. Just <laughs> I
0: am not tall and
1: lanky. No, some of us just <laughs> aren't built that way, you know, and and so we're we're aspiring to be something that we're actually not. And I think that's what I i think the lesson for me over the last, because I've been on a diet since I was 13, you know, trying to be something that, that I'm not. And it's been a long journey. And so for me, it's actually what we need to learn and actually teach our children is to actually really appreciate this amazing temple yes. that we're living in and to actually really love it and give it the right nutrition. And I think the reason we make what appear to be unhealthy choices is actually not anything to do with having weak will or not not good enough or whatever. I think the main reason is, is we're a body under stress. If we're under stress, if we look at it in a purely physiological thing, is When we're under stress, as in chronic stress, and I'm not talking just sort of maybe being hit by a bus or running from a fight or whatever, but when we're under long-term stress, which can be many things, it can be relationship stress, it can be work stress, it can be you're having a parasite or um, heavy metal toxicity, any level of stress Mm -hmm. in our body that that the body is is working hard to cope with, what happens is our... Our innate sort of being is, if we're under long-term stress, then the hormonal system actually thinks that we're going into starvation. So if we're going into starvation, basically, our master gland of the body, which is the hypothalamus, actually um, thinks, right, okay, we're going to convert most of that nutrition you put in, and we're going to convert it to fat, because we're going to need that later on down the track. So what happens, of course, is not only are we getting larger, we're also getting tireder. So it's being able to access that energy. And so what happens is, is we gravitate towards food that gives us a short, sharp burst of energy, sugar, carbohydrates, and or alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a physiological need. So that's why... It's so hard to get out of the cycle of, um, you know, you go on a diet and you lose a little bit of weight, but you always go back.
0: With the stress, do things, I was, because I was thinking with the stress, do things slow down? Like you basically, your metabolism slows down or you hang on to that weight. Is that part of it?
1: Absolutely it is. And so Mm. everything, everything goes a bit. um, Because it's
0: trying to conserve your energy.
1: Yeah. So it's trying to, it's trying to pile away all that energy and also, you know, you start feeling really sluggish and you don't want to do anything and you, and then your mental health gets affected because you're making those, those food choices. And so it affects everything about the way we are. And so we don't feel like ourselves anymore. Mm. And one of the feedback I get from my clients often is, I feel like I've got myself back. And that to me just, oh, it just makes me feel so am- amazing to get that feedback, because that's what I always wanted, mm. you know? And so I I do what I do because I just love seeing people transform into their best self.
0: And that's what people need right now. I mean, right after, especially the last three years, where I think some people like, you know, you haven't seen some people in two years, and then you see them and you're like, oh, like some people have put weight on. That's true. And partly that might be stress, partly it might be their genuine worry about, you know, the virus and they didn't exercise or they tried not to be around too many people. So they just stayed home and ate. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if it's a reaction of the of the vaccine or not, but um, I've definitely noticed some people looking older and looking slightly larger, just some people. And I don't know how much that is related, but there's certainly been no shortage of stress in the last three years.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, um, it just seems we've, we've always been under stress but I think this last three years has made such an impact on our physical and emotional well-being that now I think it's time for us to actually really look after us individually Because, and a lot of people think, oh, I'm just being selfish. Well, actually, as far as I'm concerned, is if you look after self and as an energetic being, you're actually helping others to look after them too because it has a knock-on effect mm. because, you know, we're all energy and we all have an impact on each other. And so if you're in fear, and right, deep fear, that can impact the people around you. However, if you can lift your vibrational signature, which is what I, I sort of aspire to do, um, if you lift your vibrational signature, then we can really, really help lift the vibration of the rest of our souls in the planet. So the more of us who do this, mm-hmm. the better it gets. The better it gets, and we can impact everyone else. And so, what I love about you know what the work you're doing, Natalie, is is actually lifting the vibration of everyone by having conversations with. Your other guests who have just been amazing to listen to and to really inspire us to just keep on, just keep on getting better and keep on improving and always looking for solutions because Mm -hmm. there's always a solution out there. And one of my friends um, in the UK in her toilet always had always said, if it's not all right in the end, it's not the end. And that had quite an impact on me, really, because, you know, if it's not all right in the end, it's not the end, because it'll always be all right. Mm -hmm. Because we can make it all right. We have the power to do that, I think, individually, you know, we have the power to impact each other. And working in this field of health is just such a pleasure.
0: It it brings to mind, thank you for your comment, by the way, about my guests. And yeah, it is an honor to bring so many amazing people and just that's the thing shining the light on so many different issues and hopefully raising the vibration but uh, the question you know is what are we feeding ourselves and you help people through nourishment literally through food literally what they're feeding themselves mm-hmm. and i'm more like what are you feeding yourself like what thoughts what are you consuming in terms of knowledge and and the frequency on the airwaves the frequency yeah. on the live streams and 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 also mindset so it it is all part of it we all do play our part i'd love to ask you a little bit more about the superfoods because you mentioned with detox we're going to look at um, reducing our inflammation looking at eating actual real food with not too many other added you know um added things and random ingredients but superfoods and i imagine this is different for different people but can you elaborate a little bit more on yeah. if there's specific things that you think actually no one really realizes but this is really inflammatory for some people like are there little any little actionable tips you can share with us
1: well uh, my Take on superfoods is probably different to most. Great. So i <laughs> I've been through many phases of trying different s- superfoods. You know, in inverted commas, it is like um, there's been the noni juices, there's been the the uh, you know spirulina's and the wheatgrass juices and the, and all of these sort of superfoods. And what I've learned is that for most their superfoods are actually the daily foods they eat. So if you're eating something like a steak or butter or eggs, they could be your superfoods. So they are powerhouses of nutrition. We don't have to go and buy something special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get clients to do minerals um, because simply because the food chain is a bit, is low in minerals and and very often I'll get them to make like a Celtic salt or a Himalayan salt sole, which is a saturated solution, so they know how much they're getting. And and then transdermal magnesium, because it, it gets absorbed particularly well. It's simple, it's easy. And and get the rest of their nutrition mainly from when you say
0: transdermal, is, it- is that literally across the skin? So it's a spray? Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Um, I make I've been making magnesium gel since 2006 oh it's a gel well i make a gel yeah i mean you can get sprays um and mine's the best on the market as far as i'm concerned but um everyone (laughs) thinks that but um it's uh it's a very simple uh way of topping yourself up with Mm -hmm. magnesium because Mm -hmm. if we look at magnesium we're low in it if we're low in magnesium we don't make enough digestive enzymes so if you don't make enough digestive enzymes, you could be having the most amazing diet, and but you won't be absorbing it all. And that includes magnesium supplementation. Mm. And so it can be a vicious cycle. Of course, you can be taking this magnesium and it won't be working. So if you put it on the skin, it bypasses digestion and goes straight to where you need it. And having been my own guinea pig, you know, and... Um, Over the years, you know, I trained in nutrition in 87. Um, I um, tried, I knew I needed magnesium, so I tried the tablets that are available at the time and I didn't notice any difference. And I was working with clients and I didn't notice much difference with them. And then as the new products came out, I kept trying them, didn't notice much difference. In 2005, I went back to the UK and one of my students actually, she said to me, Karen, have you tried transdermal magnesium? I went, no. And so I tried it and I felt the difference almost straight away. Right. So came back to New Zealand. See, are you doing mind.
0: that daily? Is a magnesium like a daily thing or it really depends? Yeah.
1: That, it's a very necessary one to do as often as you possibly can.
0: Interesting. I've got the spray by my bed and like now, now and then, meaning like maybe twice a week at the most, I'll like okay. spray it on my arm or something.
1: So if we don't use it on a regular basis now when we in our modern day world we need more of it than ever not just because of the stress levels but because if you're working on a computer if you're working as a healer if you're working as a clairvoyant you're actually um, using more magnesium for your electrical circuitry we need magnesium for our electrical circuitry. Mm-hmm. So, and when someone's doing healing, we're not using our own energy, but we're using our own electrical circuits. Right. So, very often you'll see um clairvoyants and mediums tend to put on weight when they're busy, and the reason is is because if you don't have enough magnesium and they'll be using it all the time when with their work, if we don't have enough magnesium, not only we do we not make enough digestive enzymes but we don't make perfect insulin either.
0: Oh, right.
1: So if we don't make perfect insulin, then our insulin receptors don't talk to one another and we have insulin resistance, which can lead to metabolic syndrome, which of course can lead to type 2 diabetes. And so with clients who are practitioners, I say to them, after every client apply magnesium Mm. and with someone like you natalie because you're working all the time you're putting all this energy in and you're a little firecracker of energy is your need for it is high too
0: Mm. and i do i mean i do spend a lot of time on the tech yeah you know doing doing interviews and and things like that yeah yeah okay great that's a great that's a great actionable tip that people can do they can either use the magnesium they've got or get some more and use it more regularly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, back to you on things like superfoods and such.
1: Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, real food is our superfood. And we find out the interesting thing is as I've learned is over the years is I don't know about many of your listeners. I know you you actually it probably doesn't apply to you at all because you have no weight at all problems at all. But
0: oh well I, I actually now I'm turned fifty. I you know I'm like, hmm. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> is hmm. I had I had this hate hate relation with right relationship with the bathroom scales. Right. And so now I say to my clients, is let's use the bathroom scales as an amazing tool to let us know if a program or the food you're eating is working for you. So on my programs, I get clients to weigh themselves every day, and it's not because I want them obsessed by the numbers. The reason is is because we can tell if the program's working, if the scales are going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. If they're not, then you're still eating something or something's going on in your body that is preventing the weight from coming off. And so when we get to the sort of the latter stages of the program is when we introduce other foods. So the, the ultimate detox example is 12 weeks, and it's basically quite a strict program. Not always, but, you know, it's mainly strict. But what we do is when we start introducing new foods is we look at the bathroom scales because inflammation shows up on the scales before it shows up within our body. So say, for example, we get someone to introduce coconut oil because, you know, everyone thinks coconut oil is brilliant. And in theory it is, but to some it's inflammatory. Mm. So it's the second food I get clients to introduce in the next phase. And and so say, for example, someone's, their are sort of finishing weight after um, 12 weeks is, say, just for ease of use is 60 kilos. And we get them to introduce the first food, and their weight's the same and then get them to introduce coconut oil and their weight goes up over 600 grams, potentially that food is causing an inflammatory process. I say potentially because there's other things that can help, you know, that can cause that. It's like excessive, excessive exercise and stuff like that. So we get people to double check. And so, for example, it doesn't mean that you never can have coconut. It just means you don't have it on a daily basis. Because if you prior to the program, you were having coconut thinking it was brilliant for you, because let's face it, we've been taught that coconut's brilliant. And you're going out of your way to have coconut. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I did, you know, in in the 90s, I read a book about it and I thought, right, this must be good. So, and I did it, but found it much later on that it wasn't. So, if you're having coconut every day, that could be the reason that your body went into stress mode in the first place. And so by finding these things out, it makes all the difference to our health and well-being. And that is what I think is the most unique part of the program that I created is learning about self, not learning from a book, not learning from the internet, Mm -hmm. not learning from an expert, it's learning from the expert of self, mm. because we know our bodies best if we allow ourselves to hear the messages.
0: And it's very much the theme of the recent years: is people coming back to self, coming back to trusting intuition, mm. coming back to listening to what feels right and what they're naturally drawn towards. You know, and I'm talking in terms of like truth and education, but also in terms of food. So that's that's very relevant. Um, I'd love to ask also about, um, well, anything else you want to say on the superfoods before I move on? Anything, Any other ones that people usually think are really good and they're actually, they need to be a bit wary of or anything that is definitely usually really good for most people that we should know about?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, the the superfoods like wheatgrass, for example, can be very detrimental. Um, I know it's not so fashionable now as it used to be, in the nineties and the two thousands, right. but um, so I used to down wheatgrass and used to feel violently sick. What about because- turmeric?
0: Because when you talk about inflammation, I think like oh, turmeric reduce helps to reduce inflammation. That's good. Something is it generally good for everyone? Because it's not something that most people will be taking, and you can take it as a soft gel or actual turmeric, or, or, or I have an essential oil that's turmeric. Is it generally some one of those things that's really really good, but not a lot of people are know about it?
1: Turmeric can be very good. It depends on the quality mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so turmeric can be really good because it contains berberine, and berberine is particularly good for helping with metabolic pathways. And so, and also, it's got other things amazing in it. Um, but there's a really good um, one that I've found recently. I don't know if you've heard of PQQ. No. So PQQ is like it's very similar to CoQ10. So it's very it's very very valuable. For helping um, the mitochondria fire up, so your energy centers, so helping helping you to access um, the energy, and we need PQQ to live. Now, I was researching PQQ because it piqued my interest, and PQQ along with berberine. So um, the things that contain berberine, like you say, is turmeric, but it also is like berberine, um, Oregon grape root, and various other herbs that have the sort of yellowy tinge to them Um, and if you mix mix pqq and berberine you have a match made in heaven as far as our metabolic rates going Mm -hmm. so the biggest amount of pqq in any of the ingredients is cacao and that will really cheer chocolate lovers up but so i tend to get clients to use the ceremonial cacao Mm -hmm. And to either make the cocoa without, but I also get clients to make um, brown butter cacao chocolates without sugar and dairy and everything. So, oh my gosh, what, they're delicious. What
0: about thing. coriander? That's one that I always think associate with coriander for detox. Is that is that really helpful? Is that generally something good for most people, unless they hate the smell or are allergic to it? Mm.
1: The thing about coriander is an amazing chelator of heavy metals, but it um, you need to take quite a bit of it if you're thinking about the food. So if you're thinking, you know, if I eat yeah. this sprig of coriander, <laughs> will it be detoxifying heavy metals? Probably not. Not enough to actually really chelate it out of your body. Um so if you can get um someone who makes a tincture of coriander then mm-hmm. yes, it could be really it's very valuable being a herbalist. You know, I am um, I like herbs, but the um what was the other one? So yeah, they're, they're the sort of, some of the herbs are amazing. I mean, I'm not anti-herbs at all. I'm not anti-green stuff, but it's just some of us don't thrive on it. You know? mm-hmm.
0: Good. To, yeah. Good to know. Okay. Um, What about, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you something a bit more general now that I'm just genuinely wanting to know. What. Like because you and I, you know, we had a conversation recently around. Um, oh, I know. We went to the Enza DSOs conference and yeah. then we had some conversations. What do you see like for New Zealand? You know, going forward, what are some other things people want to be aware of? So we've talked a little bit about detox. Anything else that, in terms of health or freedom or anything? Um, any other message that you have for us around frequency or energy or what do you see ahead for New Zealand?
1: What do I see ahead? I've had a deep intuition since all of this thing started that everything is going to be good that everything is coming right and in actual fact us as humans are stepping into our power and I think we have to remember how powerful we really are because we if we're positive like we talked about earlier you know if we can raise our frequency mm. so that it's uh, we are incredibly incredibly powerful and And I do believe the powers that be, whatever they care to call themselves, I don't call them the elite because I don't believe they are, but the powers that be are scared of that. And I think if we remember that is we actually have the power to create an amazing change and a power to really, really make a difference in this world. And the only way we're going to do that is if we're healthy ourselves. Yes. So that's it, really. That's my message, really, I think.
0: That is a great reminder. And that's so synergistic. But like, you know, in, in my business, I talk a lot about um, visibility. That is what I do. And I help people get their message. But if you don't have the vitality piece, right? If you're not energetic and alive and thriving in your body and your mindset and your energy, how can you deliver your wisdom to the world? And so, so I agree with you. They They absolutely go together. And thank you for your optimism, because sometimes we need a little reminder.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, humans are amazing and, you know, look at what people have created over the last few years, you know, look at this, the radio station that we're on, you know, Mm. look at what everyone's created and this is in spite of everything. Mm -hmm. Just imagine when we all actually come together, which we are, when we all actually come together, wow, you know, just wow. I think, you know, humans are amazing and when we're allowed to be who we truly are we'll become even more amazing and you know coming together as humans and working together instead of having this competition thing which we've been we've been indoctrinated into if we can work together as practitioners as healers as co-workers as you know just just sharing each other's wisdom and actually acknowledging that some of us don't believe in the same things. But isn't that the beauty of being human, that we all have differences of opinion and and actually being able to talk about it mm-hmm. and agree to disagree if we want to, you know, and not get upset about it. And so well, there's no point in being upset, is there? Yeah.
0: When we are allowed to be who we truly are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. actually empowering ourselves to be who we truly mm-hmm. are and and that
0: and is. allow ourselves to be right
1: yeah who we truly are yeah so and to ignore anyone who maybe says something against you i think i've learned that over the last few years
0: at my forest retreat that i just got back from we did this um kind of closing ceremony at the end and we you know, we've done people, some people have done this before where you write out your limiting beliefs and then you you burn the piece of paper. Well, we were doing, we did, what are you done with? And when you, when I say, what are you done with? We make this X with our hands and we kind of very forceful, like, what are you done with? And yeah. And I was like, I'm done with watering down my words and my wisdom yeah. because some people just don't want to hear it or, or it makes them uncomfortable. And people might think, aren't you already doing that? I'm like, yeah, I am, but it's, I'm I'm I am still watering things down, I think. I think a lot of us still are. So I agree with you. When we really are or allow ourselves to be who we truly are, we're all working on that.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, let's face it, it always works in progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm always searching for something to lift up and to feel better because mm-hmm. I believe that we can, there's always room for improvement, you know, always. And so that's why I keep looking for different, things like PQQ, you know, and like why I keep looking at, right, okay, where does that come from? Where does that do that? And that's what I love about it. Well, you're such
0: a learner and you're such a researcher. Speaking of things that make us feel better, music does, uh, tell us a little bit about the song you've chosen and why.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think it it's a good reminder for me is, right, what have I done? What have I done today? And am I proud of what I've done today? And and the reason I chose this, another reason I chose this song is um, when I had the clinic in London, we used to get the very sick. we used to used to get the rich and shameless and, and a lot of the famous. Mm-hmm. And the band that um, this song's from uh, came to see us as as clients. And the interesting thing is is I was using the energy testing machines, and what was really fascinating is the drummer was the healthiest person I had ever energetically I had ever um, encountered in the years I'd been doing the testing, and I do believe it's a lot to do with the drumming, the action yeah. of drumming, and the vibration of drums, and actually the whole whole um, band were very were relatively energetically healthy amazing and and they were very vibrant and very fun and, you know
0: all right well we're going to play that afterwards after we finish the interview we're going to play that, that song that you've chosen um karen what is one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave
1: um i think having interviews like this natalie is where you know and going out and st- and doing talks and like i did one other weekend on the uh other people's health alliance locally and doing a talk and actually having it recorded. Because I've done talks before, mm-hmm. but it's actually having it recorded and and actually being able to watch myself on a video. That, to me, <laughs> was my brave because um, it's actually my very dear friend, um, Catherine Newton, actually said, um, Karen, you either beca- keep being the best kept secret or you have to actually stand up and do it. So this is why I'm standing up and doing it because I – I now know that people need support and health and, and I'm part of that. And so, yeah, standing up and and being me unashamedly.
0: Yes. And yeah. sharing your wisdom with the world. Thank you yeah. for upping your brave. What about the bucket list? Is there anything that you would love to do, be, or experience in your lifetime? And we, if we can, uh, we'll possibly help you with that.
1: Oh, there's so many, but one that comes to mind, um, is i would love to be able to share what i've learned in the broader so i'd like to do a tour of new zealand and maybe uh, other places i love to travel anyway i've always loved to travel so i would love to tour around and and share and actually meet up with other practitioners and and really work together and maybe do some more teaching because i love that too
0: Amazing. So geographically, where do you want to go? Let, throw out some destinations.
1: Um, Well, within New Zealand, anywhere, you know, I love mm-hmm. traveling New Zealand and I'd like to go uh, back to the UK, Australia, you know. Mm. All right. Well, if
0: you're listening and you want Karen to come and she can up her brave and she can present and share her wisdom and tick off her bucket list at the same time, Um, you can get in touch with her. What is coming up for you in the next six months or so? And how can people connect with you online or reach out and get in touch?
1: Okay. In the next few weeks, actually, we're starting, we're doing a 10 day um, food and frequency free um, course online. So we start that on the, the 20th of November. And so if anyone would like to um, join us on that, I've got just Karen Creighton on Facebook. You can recognize me because I've got my white hair and <laughs> most people can find me. You're Bob.
0: On, it's a Bob.
1: Yeah, a Bob. And um, and also I've got my uh, website, vitalityhealth.co.nz. And, um, yeah. And also, of course, the Ultimate Detox runs all year round, so you can join that at any time.
0: Okay, well, that's good to know because I thought people will be wondering about that. So, okay. in terms of looking you up on Facebook, it's Karen Creighton, you guys, and it's Karen K A R E N, yeah, and then Creighton C R E I G H T O
1: N, correct? Yeah. Okay, yes, because there's
0: different ways we can spell these names.
1: I know there is, <laughs> and and also different pronunciations too, in different accents. Brighton Creighton, Creighton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um amazing that's so good so people can find out more about your programs and they can get in touch and they did you say it was free to do this 10 day food and 10 days
1: of freebie yes so we're doing food and frequency so we're going to be including um a trial of a frequency app that we're going to be sharing so that's going to be fun so i'm going to be i'm going to be sending frequencies to the the people who join us This specific frequencies to really up their energy and feel good and let go.
0: What a good combination, food and frequency. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience today on the topic of detoxing for health or anything else that's on your mind?
1: One thing about detoxing is people will often say, well, why do I need to detox? And I think we all know that we're in this whole pot soup of um, frequencies of uh, chemicals and everything else and we need to be detoxing on a very regular basis and it's something i would really recommend you do is and it's a really important component of keeping healthy in our modern day age and yeah keep positive just know like you know like you know that everything is going to be amazing
0: Thank you so much for that, for your wisdom and your positivity. Thank you, Karen Creighton, for sharing your knowledge with us today.
1: Thank you, Natalie, for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: And thank you, everybody, for listening. You're listening to Up Your Brave
1: on RCR, Reality Check Radio.